<laughs> Which room are you in? Second bedroom. Four years, man. Hmm? Four years, yeah. This is why this is why this is why I've got a studio this year. To avoid no, these problems. Your microphone Vic cursive font. What the fuck is that? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna apologize to the listeners well 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 in advance for this one. And now he's got no there's no audio. <laughs> <laughs> this is an almost Blues Brothers start for the ages, this one, Joe. Look, what? Jules is talking. There's no... Look, 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 look. look. What is going on here? What? Oh, <laughs> hey, this is a start for the ages. Oh, my God. Note this one down, Joe, for a... um For a... Uh, what's the one where we hammer? What's, this, what's the, the segment? Where where did he go? He's gone. He's gone. He mustn't be getting any internet or something in that room. Oh my god! Yeah, he's back. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, Jules, there's an echo. It can't be bloke. I'm on. The, my volume is on twenty. Oh my god. Oh, this is. You know, I'm. I don't even know what to say. I reckon this is the worst it's ever been for us. This is this is our lowest point. I'm trying to go through these when settings, Mike. When it should be our highest. It's you know Why you're at a low. Security. What you know fuck? you're at a low. You know you're at a low when Dan gets it right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our moment. We finally, as a generation, we can hang our hat on a genuine moment. Honestly, we are a force because of the intensity. That we play at is just next level. We want to be here. We want to impact finals. And it's one thing that's obviously saying it, but we just lived it. Welcome, everyone, to episode 114 of the Almost Blues Brothers podcast, brought to you by the Blue Broad Media Network and proudly powered in 2024 by Image Online. Now, we're not in the Image Online studio again this week. We're on StreamYard. It's on me. I'm still on the other side of the world. Uh, good morning to everyone that's joining us. Uh, and good evening, if it's evening. I don't know what time it is right now anywhere, if I'm being honest. And, yeah, you can't get a more almost Blues Brothers start than this. Jules, first off, because we missed you last week, how are you, man? I'm just having a lot of technical difficulties, so if anyone can reach out and if any IT gurus out there, just um, let me know. I've got a new laptop, so I don't know. It's um, when we're trying to do our best, but um, just struggling at the minute. Well, apparently the feedback is that you're fine now, so it's obviously not coming through the mic, but you, you're good. So whatever you've got going, just leave it. Don't touch anything. We're, we're all right. I don't know. My mic still sit like in, so... Yeah, um, we'll leave fine. it as be. We'll leave it be. Um, James says he's giving up seeing Taylor Swift for this. Now, if that is true, that's just sad, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, James, I'd be doing exactly the same thing. So no, that's <laughs> cold. I'm with Jules. I'm with Jules. Dan, 
you got you. I, I reckon this is the first time on Streamyard that I haven't had to worry about your audio, your technical issues. It's it's unbelievable. You've come a long way. Okay, that's an over exaggeration, but yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Joe. You <laughs> biggest over exaggeration, but yeah, no, we'll laugh to that. I'm really, really good. All right, let's move on. How are you, Joe? How's it going there in London? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's uh, it's raining today. It is fucking miserable. If I'm being honest, I just looked. It rained. I just looked. I just looked out the window, and this is the most miserable day I've had here. So here for another week, which is good. Um, what have we been up to? You're a bit went dusty. to uh, went to the Gunners pub yesterday. Watched Arsenal bang in five again. Uh, just standard. It's standard. Here. I was actually, I was actually a bit disappointed it wasn't six again. To be honest, like it's, it was a bit of a bit of a letdown. But uh, yeah, we're just we're rolling at the moment. Absolutely, aren't we, Jules? Huh? <laughs> Jules hasn't watched a minute. Jules hasn't watched any match play. Can't comment. Genuinely taking the piss. No, we're taking the piss at the moment. We got a bit. We got a decent show today, boys. Very decent. Uh, oh, no, we've got a, really gone through the run sheet, so I have no idea what we're talking about. Well, that's a lie because I sent you the run sheet two days ago. So, that's fine. <laughs> um, secondly, that's secondly, uh, we got match sim this week. The boys are back in four days, three, four days, whatever it is. So, we're going to do a little preview of the uh, of the Geelong match sim. Nothing, nothing major. It's again, it's it's one of those. We're not going to we're not going to preview a match sim in detail. Sure, it's one of those. It's one of those Mickey Mouse match teams, so there's not much we're going to really talk about. I just, want to, I just want to know what you boys are looking forward to, so we'll talk about that later in the show. Uh, I've got a little bullet to fire to kick off the first one for 2024, which is good. It's a missile. It's a genuine missile. Big one. And, uh, yeah. and um, well, we did this last week. We might do it again this week, to be honest. To uh, Well, firstly, before we do... As we've done every single week for the last four years, Jules, because you weren't here last week. Without without any further ado, let's get into it. And we'll uh, we'll go through some Q and A again. I think at the end of this, from uh, from our live audience. So if you are live, um, by the end of this, make sure you you send in some questions for us. Whatever you've got. Um, also, if you're here and you're live, like and subscribe. Uh, Blue Broad YouTube channel. It's growing, massive Carlton community, biggest on socials uh, by far. And if you are listening to us on Spotify, this is important this year for us. Um, if you haven't already, give us a follow on Spotify or Apple. Leave a review or a comment on Apple and uh, make sure you hit that five stars because that really, really helps the podcast uh, grow, which is uh, which is a big one. Off topic completely. Is Livy making the appearance in this episode, Joe? Not yet. I've got the audio. I've got the audio. Yeah. You've, you've sent it through. No, no, I know. I know. But not yet. Not yet. No, we'll, no. Uh, we're going to save Livy's first word for uh, the week prior to opening round. Which, uh, she likes to listen to when she starts getting on. That's when she listens to the podcast. She let her on. We have another listener this week. Yeah. Bell, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Um, we did this yeah, last your, week. Jules, with your audio, they're not going to be listening this week. <laughs> I, just, I genuinely just cranked up the volume. So if any listeners out there have, you know, see any difficulties, just let us know. So can just you, so I saw you boys because you, you're talking too softly. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we did this last week. Dan, do, do you want to help kick us off again this week? Just rip that shit. <laughs> Keep calm. Count to ten. One, two, three, eight, nine, ten. Not happy, Jen! If you had asked me that in, what, three weeks that we've started this podcast back, that my two best mates co-hosts would have provided me with that much feed with that much material in that amount of time i would have said no nah, no chance not these two but um jules 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 you know you know what's coming at you, you uh, and, and this this is serious this week i actually got no yeah, idea yeah you know what we're pissed off <laughs> So, Jules, me and you, I think last week or week before, said, oh, can't wait for the pracky. Yeah. Mm. Oh, can't wait. Do we need tickets? Mm. Jules, what did you say? Don't need tickets. When you look at the, when oh. there was one uh, website where they said members free, and then we got yep. an email saying $5. Yep. Is that what you get? Is that what you're alluding to? So, you're not angry at me. No, no. no hold on. What is it? Are you going to abuse me or not? I'm taking you down today. <laughs> I'm taking you down. Shots we're, fired. We're in the same website. So, so we go to the games together. Yeah or no? Sometimes. When I heard that you'd purchase tickets for your old man and your Spanish mate. Spanish mate. Yep, and not us. Jules, not happy. <laughs> Joe, you want to follow on? I was willing to, to get it, but I didn't have your membership details. So Jules, I, I did let you know in the chat that I'd, I'd be willing, but um, I didn't get those membership details, did I? Jules, Jules, shut up. This is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is 360 feedback style. You get no right or reply. I, I week in, week out, and Dan, if I am I'm exaggerating, if I'm, if, I, if I'm exaggerating in what I'm about to say or if I'm incorrect, pull me up. Week in, week out, for I reckon at least the last two, three years that we've been able to go to the footy, when we've been able to go. Boys, I got your tickets. Don't ask. Boys, I got them. It's all good. No stress. Interstate, fucking at home, whatever. Jules? Sends me a little. I'm on the other side of the fucking world to begin with. I get a message, Joe. Make sure you get your ticket for the practice match. You can't help me out. <laughs> Copper jewels and just be better. Write it I'm down. Just, I just want to, I'd like to go through my messages just to reflect. Your it's messages. Just, you can go yes, through as many messages as you want, but I wanted the message of hey. Hey, Azan, I'm going to get you a ticket. What's your barcode? That's it. That's all we needed. What are you barcode, boys? 
I'm reading it direct. I followed the email to you, Joe. I got three, one for like whatever for for my dad, Spanish mate. I reckon get them just to make sure. Dan didn't know. I go, ha ha ha. Need your barcode. Yeah, but it's too late at that point. The what damage do you mean, done. I can get straight into the website. So send me your barcode and I'll so that's fine. You're that's, that's fine. Damage was done. We we get it. We know where we sit now, right? We're, we're your best men. Yeah. Best, <laughs> best, best men, right? Maybe but not after this. Maybe not after the not happy Dan. We might still, change it. <laughs> it still goes. It still goes. Jules at the top of Jules. Jules is number one at the top of Jules's list, right? It's all about him. Then it's his missus, right? Then it's his Spanish mate now. And then it's us. <laughs> Mate, you can put my dad in there. In oh, between. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's just, it's, it disgusts me. I know I was a not happy Dan, but I had to get involved there because I was I was fuming during the week. Fuming, genuinely. Right, uh, more importantly, are you going to go off Joe as well or are you um, waiting yeah, well, for we'll the end? No, no, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Davey, I tried I tried to leave a review on Apple a few times, but it wouldn't upload. Keep trying. Um. <laughs> I'm not happy today. <laughs> Boys, first off, before we get into the formalities and all that, uh, we got some news uh, throughout, throughout. There's a there's been a lot of news out of the club in the last week since we last did this. First off, it's been essentially confirmed that Jacob Wiedering, uh will all but miss the first two rounds, which was what we expected. Fine. Um, any thoughts on that? Since hearing that news, how do you think we're going to genuinely go now for the first two weeks? What do you no, think? To be expected, was it not, boys? Like, I think we're all anticipating for him to return post that buy round two buy. Um, yeah, I, I think we've already been talking about how we're going to adapt, and I know we've all spoken about players, which we will obviously um, in future pods, but. For me, that's I think it was too expected. Jules? Yeah, I think um to 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 be honest, boys, I'm surprised you didn't miss more. I thought we were going along the you know th- round three, round four mark, to be honest with you. Um, but obviously how having the buy after um in between round one and two, I'm pretty sure. Um I think that helps. Um he especially weeding his cause and as well as us. Uh, in terms of players, you know, coming in potentially, um, I think they've got a number of players you can come in and fill fill a role. Obviously, um, playing Brisbane that might be a little bit challenging. Obviously, with their tools that they do have, but going into the Richmond game, if we do still miss Weeders, um, they traditionally only have one tall now um, with Rewalt going out. Um, so, and I actually think um, what's his name? Oh my god! Oh, what's his name? I've gone blank here. Help me out, boys, man. Who? For who? For Richmond. Tall. Forward. Lynch. 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 That's his name. Um, he's going to be out for a while as well. So going into that game, um, you know, I feel like as if we're going to be okay. Um, yeah, just a prison game. But, you know, it's you know anything can happen in that game. Yeah, I'm kind of with you a little bit, Jules. I think for Richmond, no problem. Um, I think I think we've got them covered for key defender depth when when you look at their forward line. The Brisbane game worries me a little bit. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. They they are quite tall up forward, and we saw how quickly we got exposed when Danaher got off the leash for five minutes in that pre prelim. So and that was on weedering. So I don't know. We're gonna have our work cut out for us up at the Gabba. I think, um, especially if especially if we give Brisbane any sniff out of the middle uh, with first use. So, but they're obviously being conservative. With, with you'd rather this, you'd rather that early in like this early. So they're obviously being conservative, not with the intention to lose that Brisbane game, but you're not going to rush him back round two. Like, just doesn't, you know. Um, so yeah, all right. That's that's the first bit of news <laughs> that came out of the club. That was uh, that was some not bad news, expected news, but second bit of news, good news, really, really good news. For this football club, Brian Cook extended to the end of 2025, one more year. Michael Voss extended for two to the end of 2026, which gives him five years at the helm of this football club, which is essentially in line with our five year plan that the club released last year. And it makes sense. You're going to have a five year plan, you should have, you should have a coach that's there for five years to see it through. Before I go down my path, <clears throat> your thoughts, boys? I just think it's a good um, positioning in, by the club. Um, obviously, in terms of Cookie backing him in um, as well. Um, obviously, from what we've seen um, in terms of in terms of professionalism, it's obviously um, spread across the footy club and the footy department. Um, the supporters as well, in terms of our buy-in. But um, in terms of Vossi, I just think it's a good thing. Um, obviously, we're backing him in. I think it sort of gives him um, a little bit less pressure in a way. But no doubt in my mind, he's going to be putting more pressure on himself than ever before because of the support that the club have, have given him as well. So, you know, it works both ways and no doubt there's going to be accountability for, for everyone. Um, even if you have a two, three, four, five year contract, whatever is in front of you, whether you're a player, um, you know, part of the coaching staff, um, a coach, senior coach. So um, I'll have no, no doubt in my mind um, that um, it's a good, good outcome for the Carlton football club. That's for sure. Yeah, great. I think, I think like our, the title of this pod says, it's stability. I think the thing that I like the most, though, is that it was done before the season. I actually really like that because now it's heads down to the to the task at hand. So for me, getting that done, reassuring everyone, having stability within the club, understanding that everyone – and Voss in his, um, in his presser regarding that actually mentions a lot about us as members and having the whole club. Um, and I think – you know, Cookie and, and Voss um, signing on is just um, uh, demonstrating that stability within the club. And like I said, I think now it's just, it's all, it's all done now. Let's move towards winning a premiership. Jules, I've just, uh, I've just muted you while we talk because the, the feedback's pretty bad. So um, just keep that in mind. If you do want to talk, maybe just mute and unmute yourself. Um, I agree with, with both of, both of you on that. Um <clears throat> it makes sense. It's logical, you know. And sure, we haven't seen the ultimate success yet, but we got pretty bloody close last year. And we got very close coming out of what was arguably the worst, one of the worst patches that we've ever seen from this football club. Um, and to have that stability 
<clears throat> which is the title of this episode, stability at this football club for the first time in my life that I can remember, or at, le- at least for a very, very long time. With the unity and stability that we've got, it, it's it's the right move. You well, have to, you just, you have to extend, yeah, you, you just have to extend your head coach at this point. Number one, going into this year, he would have been under all sorts of pressure with one year left on the contract. Get it done now. That distraction's gone. Forget about it. And in terms of Brian Cook, we know what he's about. So and well, I think he'll he'll stick around. Question. as long as he needs to Joe, just through. quickly, Jules, we said it ourselves that if you really, ba- if there's buying and we're really backing in the club there or and Voss. You extend his contract. You, you you back him in for for you know your five year plan, um, and then you let him see it through. So them obviously doing that now is reassurance for us. Anyway, uh, maybe your thoughts and comments around backing him last year. So do you still agree with that opinion that we should have backed him in last year and gave him an extension last year midway sure. through the year? I mean, I mean, sure. compared to back- now. Anyone can go back and look at our our review of the Essendon game. I said it in that episode after that loss that we should either extend him on Monday or the day after, whatever it was, the Tuesday, extend him for two years then and back him in rather than just saying, oh, he's going to be the coach next year. Just just do it and, and pull the trigger or sack him. And we didn't do either. I would have loved to have seen us extend him at that point. We didn't. didn't matter in the end because we turned it around. It had to happen. It just had to happen. Now the third piece to all of this is obviously Luke Sayers. Now and and before I go into into my little bit here around what I want to talk about, uh, Luke Sayers, his his appointment as president ends this year. Now we've got an AGM on the twenty second, I believe, after the Geelong match team. Uh, the Geelong match team. If you can make it to the AGM as a member, go. Um, and, and submit your vote. If you can't, Terry has done a brilliant job of um, explaining how to vote by proxy, how to make sure you get your vote in. The, the the biggest talking point as part of this year's AGM, which I'm sure everyone knows by now, is um, the request for an extension of Luke Sayers as president for another 12 months. Uh, if that is not approved, this will be his last year as president of the football club and we'll be going to find someone else to step into the role. With where we're at, boys, and again, I'll get your opinion on this before we move on. Where do you sit? Uh, I'm not ta- I'm not telling anyone how to vote, wh- what to vote for. Go inform yourself, do what you need to do. Um, I think voting either way is important um, for something like this with where the football club is at. But boys, your thoughts on on what de- decision you'd like to see come out of that AGM for that, for that item? Um. For me, you have to extend him. Um, I just feel like as if for the Carlton Football Club, um, he hasn't put much wrong. So um, in terms of, you know, within what, how, how long has he been in for? The same as Vossi, really. Um, but obviously a few few months prior um, in terms of doing the review, et cetera, at, you know, in terms of being president of the club. Um, but... I've lost him. Oh, no. Jules. You're muted. <laughs> this has probably been arguably the you know the best or group you know 12, 13, 14 weeks, whatever it was, um, since what nineteen ninety nine? I don't know. Yeah, arguably. Yeah, um, I know we had a little run in twenty twelve, but um, you know twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, uh, but really 
this is, you know, arguably the best part of the football club since, yeah, since 1999. So um, surely they have to, um, he has to be extended, no doubt. Well, is he not, is he like, as we've all noticed, he's an integral part about what we're about and, and where we're going. And he's, he's sort of set this whole thing up and got us back on the, on the straight and narrow. So we all want to see him um, extended and it, it's definitely the right decision. And from where he's taken the club, because he's made some big decisions um, and he's backed himself in. And I respect that actually, because he's really backed his word in and he's backed what he said. And um, we've got, you know, results to, to show that. So yeah, we, we, I think all of us can agree that we want to see him extended. Like I said, <clears throat> you can vote uh, at the AGM if you attend. If you can't attend, you can vote by proxy. Um, you can submit your own vote. Go watch Terry's video on the Blue Broad channel. Uh, he gives you all the details. There's all the links there. If you are a member, it is important to make sure you have your voice heard. And this is one of those times you can really make an impact uh, to the club. Now, my turn. Speaking about all of this, right? So... Our club last year went through a very, very tumultuous, tumultuous, that's such a hard word to say, a very difficult patch. And one of the most difficult patches that I can remember as a supporter of this football club. And the media, the mainstream, as they always do, they came for us. It's their job. I get it, right? I've been talking to uh, Tez about this a lot recently in terms of <clears throat> making sure that We've got a platform. There's a lot of platforms that people do. Like there's a lot of uh, different uh, podcasts and shows and whatnot, especially for our club, right, at, at this point in time. We've got a platform where we can, you know, help um, influence the narrative among our community and make sure that the narrative stays within our community and that we are as positive about our football club as we can get because we saw what happens when the negativity starts as well last year. Yeah, it just gets worse and worse and worse. Speaking about the Voss extension and the Cook extension and stability, I'm going to play a little clip from one of our mainstream friends. Carlton have to be premiership favourites. And if anyone tries to tell you down the street that they shouldn't be, they're not following the game properly. Three weeks later. So it just seems to me that there's no real need for Carlton as a club to be making a commitment to re-signing their coach. They could get halfway through this year and be three and eight or worse. And then there would be people saying, why have they reselling him for another two years? They're not following the game properly. Following the game properly. Following the game properly. They're not following the game properly. Now, if you are if you are so staunch in an opinion to say that we are clear premiership favourites and that if anyone tries to tell you otherwise, that they've got no idea about the game and, and that they're not following the game properly. You cannot, a week or two later, come out and suggest that we could be three and eight. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to be three and eight. I'm not saying that we're going to be premiership favorites. We have all said on this podcast what our expectations are as top four. That's it. That's our expectation. If you're going to come out in the mainstream, as a supporter of this football club, mind you, be so staunch in saying they're premiership favorites, this is what's going to happen. And then a week later, put doubt in the mind of supporters, in the mind of anyone, by suggesting that we could be three and eight and that this appointment and this extension doesn't make sense. There's a lot of different words I can, I can throw out, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. 
All I want to say is this. That is that is a mainstream supporter of this football club, out-and-out supporter of this football club, that is already, already trying to stir the pot. And if one of our own is going to stir the pot, then you can expect that if, not even if, but when there is a dip in form, we're going to see everyone pile onto us. And it's our job as supporters, as podcasters, as whoever, right? All of us here, every, the, the 85 watching, the three of us, whoever else. It's our job as supporters of this football club, supporters of this football club, to make sure that we keep it positive because I'm not going back to where we went to last year. I'm it's a not. backwards comment. It's a backwards statement to, from where all us Carlton supporters have moved on from, isn't it? That was us from two years ago, three years ago. If it's that, sitting on the fence. He's covering his bases. Yeah, sure. If, you, if you've got an opinion, no problem, but don't have 18 different opinions to cover your bases. Yeah. Jules? Um, yeah, look, I agree, Joe. Um, and I will have a messaging, we'll messaging today about it. And look, it, it, the season could go either way, but where in terms of um, trajectory, where we should be going is top four. So um, backing us in, especially after last season to, or the second half of last season and, you know, the preseason, you even heard David King um, obviously in the media say, you know, those who went to one, I think he went to every session, sorry, a session for every football club. He did. He yeah. said our session was the best that he's seen for a very, very long time. Old, old type footy stuff. Okay. Now, um, after, you know, sort of taking all that into consideration, um, there's no, no doubt in my mind that Carl Fool Club has made the right decision. No doubt. Now we just need to see it through. Yeah, but we just don't want these inconsistency with comments. That's the thing. We don't need the, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, the thing is, boys, like, you yeah, know, we, they're, like, they're journalists, yeah? Like, they they're, can have their own opinion. They can have 50 opinions about one thing. Is it right? No. Andy Marr's um, not saying that. Andy Marr's not saying that. Oh, I agree. I agree. But at the end of the day, is he a Carlton Football Club person if he's doing things like that? Who? Is he a real Carlton who? Football who? Club person? Sam McClure. Sam McClure. No. Well, I mean, no. listen, he's, he's, ob he's obviously, he's ob he's obviously a, a, a Carlton fan. He's a supporter of the football club, but he's got a job to do. I get it. At the same time, at the same there's time. A, there's, there's a right way to go about doing things. Exactly. Correct. So is it the right way? It's definitely not for me. No, not for me either. And this is what I'm saying. So this is the, that stuff there we're going to see all year. We will. We just will. It's our job to make sure that we don't get sucked in like uh, Andy has said there in the chat. It's clickbait. Don't be fooled by it. And it's true. It's true. Did it get me fired up a little bit? Because the inconsistencies in, in opinion shit me a little bit. It really does, especially from when it's from one of your own. Um, but, you know, it's part of the game. And that's fine. If that's the way that certain people want to go about their opinions, no problem. But we're here to make sure that we stand we up have, for our football club and make we sure have that realized, we back us in. Sorry, Joe, but we have realized that this is a very long season and things very. can change. But as long as we stay unified and as long as the, the club stay unified to what their goal is, then we'll be okay. As long as that, as long as that we we keep the integrity of that, then we'll be all right. It is a long season. Uh, it's February the 18th right now. And like I said off the top, 
we've got our first match sim, our first real hit out of the year in four days on the 22nd of Feb. 22nd of Feb is the first time we'll see our boys. I think that's the earliest that I can remember seeing them. The grand final this year is on the 28th of September. That is seven months of football, seven months, including practice games. It is the longest season in the history of this competition. So there's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be ups and downs. But I tell you, we're going to be there for all of it. And we're going to make sure that we that we stick by this club because it is it is so much bigger than just a week-to-week picture now. It is so much bigger than that. We've, we've lived week-to-week as Carlton supporters for too long. This is now three to five years, and we're two years in. This is our third year. So, boys, speaking of the match team, Geelong, Wednesday. Don't know what time. I know it's early morning, 10.30. Uh, I think it's 11 or something, yeah, 11 a.m. Yeah, it's 11. early. Yeah. You boys going to get down there? No. I'm actually going to try. Right. Yeah, I'm going to try. I've got Jules a little window working. for an hour or so. Jules will be working. Yeah, nah, probably not. Unless I um do something, but I don't really <laughs> want to do it. Haven't you got something on that morning, Jules? Important? An appointment that you need to tell? <laughs> oh, I, could, I could do something. Uh, if you do go, Dan, it'd be good. We need we need to, uh, a reporter on the ground for next week's episode so we can review it. But it will be it'll be a little Mickey Mitch, Mick, Mickey Mitch, Mickey Mouse match sim uh, that we see most years. This isn't the official one for the community series. That's against Melbourne the week after, which we will be at now that I got tickets for Dan. Uh, and uh, but for <laughs> the Geelong for the Geelong, you know, look at Davey's comment. He's your Spanish mate going down, Jules. <laughs> Davey has nailed me. Yeah. Hey, it's, this is all fair, Jules. Very, very fair. Um, what uh, What are you looking for out of this match, team, boys? And then after this, we'll get into some Q&A with our, our live audience here. So just hold hold your questions for now. We'll, uh, we'll get to that at the end. But... What do you look for out of a match sim like this? The the one that I look forward to is the Melbourne one, obviously, because that's a proper practice match, mm. four quarters. But what what do you what do you want out of the Geelong hit out? Me, all right. Special of silence. Yep, no, that's all right. I do want to. I'll be honest with you. I want to see an element of patterns that we're trying. So whether that be through our ball movement, but also where their bodies are at. I think. I think that's an important thing as well. Who's put on a bit size, who's quicker, um, how that all looks. I think it's important because obviously they've had a decent decent block of preseason and off-season now. So I'm really keen to see where they're all at. Um, and also, yeah, like I said, that dynamic ball movement. Let's. I want to see them try things. I want to see patterns. So, yeah, even the likes of Fantasia, I want to see where he's at. Yeah, for me, I want to see where some of our draftees are at and some of our um, inclusions, um, like Fantasia. Uh, more importantly, or two important key things for me, is like like Paisan said in terms of our ball movement, I think that's going to be something that we need to add, um, especially a transition from D50. Um, all the talk has been around our ball, um, how handballs and how quick that's been in training. Um, we've been a lot of, doing a lot of drills on that. Um to try and find the spare player on the outside to to hit a kick to hit a, a kick, but for me, boys, I just want to see professionalism. I, I don't care that it's a um. I want to play it in the right way. Okay, 
Now, I'm not saying etc. Um, but, but, I would say. You muted yourself muted. again. Yeah, it's because I'm hovering over the mute button just in case I need to mute myself. Um, yeah, but I just want to see a full-scale game in, in terms of professionalism from start to finish, even in the warm-up. What does that look like for you? Intent. But not intent, like obviously in the tackle, etc. but not in the intent to, you know, like you're going to, you know, go in and, and get hurt or anything like that. But um, I want to see intent in terms of our ball movement. So um, I want to make sure that that happens. Um, I, don't want to, I don't want it to be, oh, it, it doesn't happen, it doesn't work out, and then we go in our shells. I don't want to see that. It can't happen. Um, I feel like as if, for example, you know, in terms of the prelim um, in the second quarter, I think Brisbane got into a bit of a, a bit of a run. Um, I don't want to see any teams, especially in preseason, go on a run on us, kick four, five, six goals. That that can't happen. I don't care if it's in a in a season game or in a preseason game. That can't happen. Things like that. That's professionalism for me. Okay, um, especially integrity. That's high on my list. Um, because I want to make sure that, yeah, we've been saying we want to play a high brand, high intense game football, a lot of, um, you know, powerful brand of football. I don't care if it's a preseason game, season game, final, whatever it is, even if it's a preseason game, I said, we still need to see it. Our brand of football, we need to see from Wednesday. It's patterns oh. with our ball movement. It's be aggressive, hit the corridor. How do we move the ball off halfback? Those type of things. Then when we go inside 50, what type of looks do we get? Do we change the angle? Do, are we going deeper? These type of things are what we're, what we're looking for and what we should look for, you know? All right. The intensity is going to be down naturally a little bit more. Like, I think you're going to get that with, with especially this one against Geelong. I think you're going to see maybe their foot skills might be a little bit, you know, sort of off. Their intensity might be down. The intent is different, but the intensity might be down. So, yeah. you know, try that kick. If that kick doesn't come out, it's fine as long as it's tried. So yeah. that's what I want to see. How how are we looking to get inside 50? How are we looking to move the ball off halfback? Are we hitting the corridor? Are we being aggressive? The, the end product, yeah, right, that, that needs to come in further prackies. But for this one, try it. Try what you're practicing in thing. What, what patterns are we seeing? Yeah. I also want to see a bit of hit up inside forward 50 as well. Um yeah, hitting up players in the league because I think Charlie, Harry, I wouldn't mind seeing them get some more easy goals. To be honest, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I am a little bit excited for this one just because it's the first time we see them out on the park against opposition that's not themselves for the year. Obviously, um, I agree. I'm not expecting the intensity to be at an all-time high. The last thing you want is injuries coming out of something like this. So I think. The club is going to be well aware of making sure that we get through unscathed, first and foremost. But um, after seeing some footage out of some of the closed training sessions recently, I am I am really keen to see how we're going to move the ball off halfback because there's been a massive, massive spotlight on it. We, when we went to open training, Dan, we saw it, close handballs in tight. Mm-hmm. Uh that all of that has to be on show because if it's not even in a match team like this where the intensity might not be as high, if we're not trying those things now, we ain't trying that when the pressure's on. No, but it was territory as well that we're seeing. So it was it yeah, was close tight hand handballs, then it was that longer kick. Like try that longer kick, and then obviously then you you 
you've got different ways in which you're starting to move the ball inside 50. Where do you go that deeper kick or do you, like Jules said, do you hit, you know, Harry up on a lead? Do you hit Charlie up on a lead? Make 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 yourself unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, unpredictability. That's it. We need we need that's to it. add a second layer. We need to add a second layer to the game we've plan. We've spoken about that, Joe. We, we've spoken about the, that. We saw in the prelim that Brisbane had that extra gear. We just didn't. We just didn't. We were one-paced. And when it didn't go our way, we just didn't have an answer. So we've had a whole preseason since that prelim to work on adding another layer to the way that we play. And that's that's what you want. You want to see what's what's going to be different this year. What is it yeah. about the way that we look that's going to be different? Yeah, I think with some inclusions, potentially it's going to help as well. I mean, Williams is like an inclusion um, for me, especially going off halfback. And a lot of the boys have been praising his foot skills um, in preseason. Um, and we forget, he hasn't, I know he hasn't played um, for, you know, consistently over the last few years. Um, but we know his talent um, and obviously his foot skills and his, and his speed. And that's no doubt going to give us an added um, an added value inside our forward 50 and going inside forward 52. Yep. Agree. Agree. Um, does the, Here's one for you. In a match sim like this, because Richmond played Melbourne, I think yesterday, maybe it was today. I don't know. I can get my time zones mucked up. But they played recently against Melbourne in their in the first preseason match sim hit out. I think they played seven quarters or something, or eight quarters. I can't remember. But uh, there was a little bit made online around some supporters getting up and about that Richmond had a win. I think right. Does it matter at this point? To you boys, how how are you not just for the Geelong game, but for the Melbourne game as well? Does a win really matter? Does a result Melbourne, matter here, yeah. or is it more so the intent? No, for me, yes. For the yeah. Geelong game, not for the Geelong game, for the Melbourne game. Okay, for the Melbourne game onwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, when a practice match is a match sim. Ah, uh, it's still for me. If it's a game in training or. Uh, uh, not even a, like a proper game. If it's a modified game in training, I still want to win. Um, for me, it matters. You know, you have a look at the role that we went on in 2022 at the beginning of the season. You know, we bet – who did we beat in the preseason? We bet Melbourne and – St. Kilda. St. Kilda. Um, and it rolled into the season and look at our performances early on. Um, wins just do good things, man. Like, you know, you get a few wins under your belt and you do it consecutively. You know, one becomes two, two becomes three, and it multiplies. Um, for me, it um, can only do you wonders. Um, so, yeah, I think we need to win both games, to be honest with you. Is it necessary for us to win round one, round two, three, four? Probably not. But I just think for confidence building and you get to see the reward in effort in terms of our patterns, in terms of our ball movement, especially if you get to see highlights and goals from them, and the players are able to see that, I think it's only going to be able to do wonders. I put my hand up because I've actually got a question for you, Dan, and then you can go into whatever you're going to say after you answer this too. But you boys have both played uh, semi-professionally uh, in soccer, in football. You guys have had many preseason games that you've played. Dan, was how much stock was put into this sort of thing with a result in preseason, or was it purely about the intent in the way that you want to play and making sure that you you go through your process? It's obviously a lot about what you've been implementing over the over the preseason. It's a lot about executing those elements. I think in the teams that I've played in, though, I think as a competitor, you want to still win. That's that's intrinsic. 
So I think each and every single one of them would be wanting to still win because they're competitors. I think the obvious, the overall aim of a practice match is to, you know, to 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 work on loads, to build their their volume in their legs, and so there is obviously that's why there is a lot of changes, and you see players playing certain minutes. So there's that element. Um, I just think the match seems a little bit different. I know it's again, I'm I'm clutching at straws here, but I think that when you chop, when you you know, we've seen a match in where there's been six breaks within the game, like that changes momentum. Yeah, like they're eight, you know, they might play 10 minutes stop. Like that's the thing that that's what for me, the Melbourne games are, are more of a reflection where I go, no, nah, no, nah, you're like, that's where you need to win from there, you know? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think the Melbourne game you want to win. I think this week, get through unscathed, show that you've been working on a few things, trying to execute. Let the players get their minutes. Let the players, let, you know, let's see what their bodies can cope with. Understand. Who's getting, you know, obviously not, but who's pulling up at this point here? Um, and yeah, and then obviously then try what we've all mentioned. Um, let's see this. Ne- let's see this new layer, boys. Jules, one player, one player that you're really looking forward to seeing this preseason. Who, who is it? If you had to pick one, and why? Billy Boy Wilson. I like yeah, that one. For me, for me, it's him. Um, just because I think he's going to be able to add what we need. Especially going through the midfield, I reckon. Did you did you see did you see the footage that uh, yes I have the parlor posted? Yes I have. Yeah. Yes I have. Oh. Yes I have. So look, look for me. I think when Carlton tried to get Zach Williams and and try and put him into our midfield, um, and it didn't work um, in terms of his explosiveness and his foot skills, um, didn't work. Obviously, put him half back. He's obviously more comfortable there. I think Billy Wilson's going to be different. I reckon he's going to be able to add that layer and, and that point of difference in our midfield that we that we definitely need. That's for sure. Even though Elijah Hollands, um, Profounds 2468 has mentioned, um, he's got that, but more in the forward half. So I think they're both going to be very interesting players to see, um, especially early on. I want them to – they should both play anyway, to be honest with you. They'll have, both have minutes in both games. Dan? Fantasia. I've said it from the moment we got him. I, I think I really, really, really am intrigued to see um, what the high-performance team have done with his body because, for me, um, he's massive, massive. Oh, yeah. If we can get – if we can get – We get him 15, right. 15, 16 games out of him, that's huge. That would be huge for us. But what we got team. him for, it's just stupid if you get him right. So I'm really going to keep a close eye on him. For me, it's uh, it might seem an obvious one, but it's just not one that's been spoken about. So Harry Mackay is the one that I'll be looking at. Not because, and I've said this previously, I don't think he had a poor year last year outside of his goal kicking. Like really, if if he was if his goal kicking was better, he would have had a fantastic year. This is now his, I think, 10th year, 10th season in the league. And at this point, if you can't get your set shot kicking right, whatever it is, whatever it is, and back yourself in, whether it's a snap, whether it's a, a drop punt, whatever it is, and back yourself in and have your percentages lift a little bit at this stage in your career, then it's a bit concerning. I, I think he's going to blow it out of the park this year. I think he'll be fine. But I'm very, very intrigued to see if that set shot routine has changed, whether he looks more confident with ball in hand from any area within the 50. Uh, that's, that's the one. That's the one Can for I- me. Because in that, in that prelim, to be fair, he kept us in it. 
And there was there was a moment where he could have had a free kick in the pocket, which probably should have been paid, that he would have gone around, snapped across his body and put us to back to 10 points, whatever it was, with five minutes to play. He he stepped up when we needed him to. So if he can add that layer again, what like we have seen when he won his Coleman three years back, um, he's going to be massive. So that's that's the one for me. Can I tell you on that, Joe? Jules, tell me if you agree. Sorry. Tell me if you agree. But for me, it will be his body language when he misses. That's what for yes. me will uh, that's what for me I'll know if he's turned a corner. Um, because it will be his body language um when he misses a set shot. That's that's what I'll be intrigued to see. Yeah, I'd... if he's um if he's negative towards himself because he missed it, um oh, I can understand you. But for me, it's he's set shot the next time. Mm. For me, mm. Mm. that's what it is for me. I don't care about. I don't care so much about his reaction after the shot. It's the way he's been practicing in preseason. Whether he's going to keep to the same routine, or he's going to change it. Whether he's going to have the same momentum in his run up, or he's going to be slower. For me, that's what it's about. That's yep. how you know he's backed himself. He backed yeah. himself. Correct. That's how you know. It's, it's either you've backed yourself what you're going to be doing or what you've done the whole preseason and what you're going to be doing for the whole season or you haven't. If, 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 a, if a player is, um, you know, upset or angry about themselves because they've missed a, shot, missed a shot, then I should want them to be. Yeah, no, it's not way. anger. It's not anger, though. Right. It's, it's, it, you, you can see the slump of the head, I'm... the slump of the shoulders, that type of thing. Yeah. Correct. Correct. That does he get involved? I don't get You know, yeah, that I don't want to see. But if he's upset about missing, then I'm fine with it. It's That's more, different. but for me, yeah, but for me, it's more about his um his next set shot and his routine. Agree, because last year you could see that uh, he started second guessing himself a few times after you know, and it's, uh, hey, he copped it from the crowd, from like from the media, like he was, he went through, he went through a. A dark enough patches as, as it was so you don't understand why you might second guess yourself at different stages but you're right you can't you got to move on he's got to be able to move on i think he will i think he will well, that's it for for match sim i think we'll do a little review next week um we've got about 10 minutes left so we'll open it up to the live stream if you've got any q a for us that we haven't answered this episode here's your chance um it can be about anything carlton Personal lives, whatever. <laughs> what's uh, what's on for the rest of the week, boys? I'm going to see you in a, in, a, in about a week's time from now. Yeah, I couldn't remember when you were back, but it's, you're saying end of next week, Monday. No, Monday. Oh, next week, Monday. Monday morning, yeah, Monday morning. Actually, on that, so I'll be back Monday morning. This is the last time we'll be in the stream yard for a little while. We're back in the studio next Monday night. Monday night, not Sunday, uh, just because I'll be in transit, but Monday night, 8 p.m. after the Blue Abroad show next week, you'll catch us live back in our uh, in our new home uh, at the Image Online Studios in Abbotsford. Live calling, all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, very good. Just that spot, though. Hey? Just that spot, just that studio. What about it? Because it's pretty close to the filth, to be honest. Well, it is. That's true. But even better, though, because, you know, 
with piss on them. Okay. Got a couple of questions here. Andrew T, how come the studio quality on the camera is like a potato? So what happened was I've got a GoPro that we're trying to get sorted. So hopefully the GoPro works. I tested it again this week and it worked in the stream yard. So hopefully for next Monday, the GoPro works. If that works, the, the camera quality is going to be pristine. If it doesn't, we're back to using the iPhone and then uh, we'll, we'll try and sort out something else in between now and then. We've got another one from Davey who's just hammered Jules all, all, all night. Jules, Jules, Jules not impressed. <laughs> Did you want to answer this one? What attracted you to this Spanish mate of yours? Davey, she's not, she's not, um, he's, it's not a woman. It's a, it's a man. So, you know, I can't help you out there. Sorry. It's funny. When you first, when you first said for your Spanish mate, I actually thought you were talking about Belen, like your partner. And then I went, nah, he wouldn't, he would never refer to her. Or as never refer to Belen as mate. No. No. So this is actually, this is actually a new mate of Jules's, which is, I'm, I'm excited to meet Meet the young man. His name is Victor. That's his name. Victor. If he's listening. Shout out to Victor. Uh, it's Victor. Victor. Rob says, "How about a meet and greet before the season starts?" I don't know if there's a blue broad season launch. I haven't heard anything like about it. I've been away, so I, I might get in contact with Terry. There might be something the week before. Actually, I think there might be something. Hmm? Keep your keep your ears close to the ground. There might be something through Blue Broad that we will be trying to attend. So keep an eye out for that. I think that's it, boys. From from next week, we're going to have a lot more things to actually talk about, not just try and fill out an hour with rubbish. Now it starts. This is where the fun – the fun part starts, boys, in a big way. You got you got another not happy, Dan, by any chance? Yeah, I did. It was about my lawnmower, but I might leave it for next week. No, let's go. Keep calm. Count to ten. One, two, three. Eight, nine, ten. Not happy, Jen! I'll tell you what. Like I said last week, you know we're light on content when we've got to bookend these episodes with this segment twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, my not happy Dan with my lawnmower was... And tell me if this has happened to you, but I'm cutting backyard halfway through. Had to stop to get empty the catch with all the grass to start it again. And the line gets stuck. It's hot. Yeah. I keep pulling on it. Obviously impatient. Snap it. Oh, no. Had to whip a snip the rest of the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a huge problem, to be honest. Matthew, that's Jules. That's and the worst part was the other side of the grass was so long that I had to go two, three, four to get it the same level Bang. as the other side. The worst part is the whippersnip is the worst. Like, like yeah. not for anything, but that my whippersnip is a Roby one. And it's shit house. <laughs> <laughs> it's got one line that spins like this. I'm actually better off getting scissors. Yeah, so if anyone knows anyone line. that fix, if anyone knows anyone that fixes lawnmowers, put a number in there because I'm going to call you tomorrow because it fucking yeah. pisses me off. 
All right. That's it for the week. If you are listening on, if you if you're in the live chat and you haven't subscribed to Blue Broad channel, leave a like, leave a comment. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, hit that five stars, hit the follow button, subscribe. It'll help us greatly throughout the year, boys. I am looking forward to getting back into the studio next week. And until then, up the fucking baggers, man. Up the baggers. <laughs>